welcome to our Charlotte. Your source for everything Queen City. Welcome to our Charlotte. I'd just like to share our first exclusive that we've ever had here in our Charlotte. We were actually able to get a big interview with the owner of the local barcade that is opening. Um, it's called Abari, and we actually got to interview Zachary Pulliam. And uh, before we start our actual show, we're just going to do this little interview. Bear with us. I, I got a Skype recorder, so the audio is not the best. But uh, it's a great little interview with this awesome guy that's creating um, a barcade for us geeks out here in Charlotte. So let's start with that, and then after that, we'll transition into our regular broadcast. Hey, this is R. Charlotte, and I'm here with uh, Zach Polium. Is that correct? I guess? Yep, that's correct. Polium. It's like William, but P-U. Yeah, uh, and he is uh, with, he's created Abari, which is, that's actually my first question. What is Abari? Yeah, so Abari is, in sense, a bar in an arcade. Um, the name is kind of a play on that as well. Being, you know, a bari, so it's bar, but it's kind of a play on word Atari, so, you know, bar Atari is what made a bari. <laughs> so, were you a fan of, um, I'm, I'm going to assume you were a fan of playing pinball and arcade machines growing up? Oh, yeah. I've been a huge gaming fan since I was a little kid, you know, and uh, arcades back then were kind of a treat. We had one in our local mall, and that was kind of the big thing to do. If if mom or dad or whoever was going to the mall, we got to go to Aladdin's Castle and play some pinball and arcade games. That's awesome. And part of my childhood was going, you know, I'm 25, so the arcades were starting to die, you know, as I got older. But yeah. I still would, you know, when the, go to the mall, there would always be a little arcade in the mall with some classic arcade games there. Yeah. Um so how long has this been in development? And uh, I know it's been a while. You've been uh, working hard on this. Yeah, so originally uh, I got the idea to kind of start researching and everything back uh, probably June or July of 2014. Um, so I took a few months, found all the information I needed, uh, got some information from other similar concepts, uh, compiled my uh, business plan and and a bunch of information and secured my uh, loan, small business loan, probably around um, February of 2015. And and that's also around the time when I first signed the lease for where we are now. Um, so it's it's been a, a lot of work and a lot of pain dealing with different people uh, involved in the background. Um, most of it was, was unfortunately stuff that was out of our hands. So we've been trying to really kind of open this place since February of last year and um, just ran into some issues with uh, first the city and then second our general contractor. So, But hey, we're, we're all good now. We've got our ABC license and we're ready to go. So, And, and speaking of uh, the ABC license, um, what kind of uh, alcohol are you going to be serving at this establishment? Yeah, so, I mean, we've got... Everything full bar, so we'll have nine beers on draft. Um, we'll have craft cans, of course, domestic as well. Um, we'll have cocktails, you know, any liquor drink you could think of. Um, and wine's not really kind of our uh, focus, but we will have a red and a white just in case someone um, does like wine and wants to have a class. Yeah, you always have it just in case. <laughs> yep. And uh, so 
what is what is your favorite game that you've actually got in your uh, in Avari right now? Well, I'll give you I'll give you two. I'll say an arcade and a pen. So I I think my favorite arcade game that I enjoy to play uh, would probably be um, uh, Outrun. Uh, I really love that game. Um, Classic. Yeah, and then Pin, I would say the favorite one I've gotten that I like to play is probably Adam's Family, um, which I think is a lot of people's. So <laughs> yeah, I love. Uh, I actually used to play that in an old bar somewhere. I can't remember oh, nice. where it was. It's great. It's you know the uh, I think Lawler's the guy who did it. He's known for pretty much having some of the best pinball machines ever created. So he uh, he can't really do any wrong by a game he designed. And so, you ha- how many pinball machines do you actually have? Uh, we have eight. Uh, uh, counting right now. Yeah, eight. eight. <laughs> um, we have some more in storage that uh, are projects, and they'll be rotated in and possibly even added. So, uh, we have a good probably three or four more machines that are on the cusp of, of being completed, and you know, they'll probably be added down the road as well. So, you're going to be planning on kind of rotating out, I, I guess, maybe based on uh, which one's not getting played at all or, or what? Yeah, I mean, I, I figure uh, there'll be some staples that will always be around, but uh, a lot of people like fresh games too, you know. Yeah. We want to try to bring in some new stuff that people haven't gotten a chance to play, and if a game's underperforming and no one's really touching it. Might as well bring in a game someone would like to play. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, and you know, so when when is this supposed to open? I open. It's been March. It's kind of somewhere around yeah. March. Um, our grand opening is March twenty sixth. Awesome, March twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. So it, it's finalized, and that's awesome. I know. Um, me and my friends have just been waiting for this to happen. <laughs> It, it, there isn't a place for uh, video game geeks to really go hang out. You know, there's no real homestead. Maybe the comic book shop, but yeah, in some of the you know, save point games, you know, you can go play some tournaments yeah. there. But there really is no spot to go play some arcade games, some pinball, and just have a good time. Yeah, um, it, it's definitely something I think Charlotte has sorely needed. Uh, like like you mentioned, there of course is save point. Um, and uh, there are a few others, like uh, Get Some Game, which if you're a fan uh, of like DDR, they have some DDR stuff there as well yeah. as hard stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, there there is a few. I think Hatties has been doing some uh, video game tournaments. So, But, yeah, you're right. As far as there's one centralized place, this will be kind of the first, um, first I guess, bar of this concept in Charlotte. So. I, I think it is. And um, what, what one more question? Um, oh, oh yeah, are you going to offer tournaments at all? Yeah, uh, well, down the road we're definitely going to look into uh, you know tournaments for fighting games, racing, newer console stuff as well. Um, right now we're just trying to we we know the hype is big, so we uh, don't want to overburden ourselves with it. Oh yeah. I just want to assure people that we will be doing tournaments definitely in the near future. Yeah, because I think uh, you're going to get some uh, a lot of older people coming in out of the woodwork to come play some of their games they may have played in, in tournaments in the 80s, you know, back in the day. It'd just yeah, be it's, awesome to have this multi-generational uh, kind of place where older people, younger people can all just kind of hang out and have a good time. Exactly. Um, you know, the main purpose of, of me creating this was just I want people to feel the nostalgia when they come in here. You know, this, the way 
I've always envisioned this place is, uh, you know, a place to get together with friends, make new friends through gaming, uh, just somewhere that you can be comfortable. Um, we have the, the living room area set up, which is all of our old console games. Um, and we tried to make that feel as homey as possible so that when you're here, you know, you'll get that, uh, feeling of nostalgia, maybe going to the arcade when, like we talked about uh, at a mall or, or even just sitting around playing games with your friends in their parents' basement. So that's kind of what, uh, you know, we're trying to foster with Abari. It's from, I'm just seeing, and you guys won't hear it or see it, but I'm looking behind you and I can see the arcade just behind you. <laughs> and it looks very much like something I would expect, you know, to have gone to in the 80s or something. Just yeah. kind of, you know, low-key and just, you know, a really warm environment that brings you back to that old school kind of vibe, which is very popular right now. So it's definitely a, a good vibe that I think a lot of people are going to enjoy and come out. Good. I hope so. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank you for uh, this little interview and, um, and uh, it will be up on our Charlotte and just uh, everybody go out. It's March 26. You said That's right. yep. March 26 be the grand opening of a barry. And I know that it's going to be, it's going to be packed. You're going to have a good opening. That's for sure. I hope so. <laughs> and I uh, just thank you for uh, this little interview. No, no problem, John. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, talking with me today. Welcome to our Charlotte. <laughs> I'm once again joined by Rachel and, oh, good Rachel. Oh, uh, hello. And Eric. Hello. We will never give you their last names. They're anonymous. <laughs> I, th- I think if someone really did some digging, they could figure it out. But they don't even know that's not your real names. It's really right. Like, yeah, it could be a. And mon- this is a not moniker. a challenge, but if you feel so inclined, <laughs> winner gets a chicken that's how you dinner get stalkers. from cookout. <laughs> <laughs> so, how you guys been since last week? We talked. School. How's school going? <laughs> how have I been? School. Um. It's is going it, pretty good. Is this trivia that we're doing every week or helping well. you? Well, <laughs> are we help keeping your mind <laughs> sharp? Grammar straight. Well, I think maybe being in school is making the trivia slightly not easier, more but trivial. Yeah, more trivial. There we go. It's like get it, the it get the ball less. rolling. And now, you're going, and now you're going to know things that no one really cares about to know. Yay. That's right. Because tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about things made in Charlotte. Oh. Oh, Lord. So Let's I hope you see, know your Charlotte Christ companies. The... <laughs> That's not Charlotte. That's Winston-Salem. <laughs> That's my hometown, Winston-Salem. Oh. I lived there for three well, years. I mean, North I Carolina. <laughs> but yes, and also mm. uh, Texas Pete. None of those will be on this trivia. Right, because that is also Winston Salem. I was gonna As go to North Carolina companies, but I got I found a Wikipedia thing that had all these old companies, and I started going through them all. So once again, I've curated this trivia for difficulty. Great. And by the way, if you've been following us week by week, Pepsi was invented in Greensboro, not Charlotte. So exactly. I'm not gonna be fooled by that bullshit. You won't be fooled. It's not on here. Um, but if you guys have been following us doing this trivia, it is, Rachel is two, she's won two of the trivia games, and you've won one, you won last week, I think. Uh, Eric, I've Eric. won one last Eric week. Eric won, Rachel two. You didn't ask me how I was doing. How are you doing? <sighs> okay. 
Okay. <laughs> no. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Well, I'm glad that you both are here because it's trivia time. And it's time to pull that up on here. And it's called Made in Charlotte. Who? Oh, yeah. The classic. We got to do the Rochambeau. Oh, yeah. Mm. Make it a fair game each each time. One, two, three, shoot. Ooh, first one. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel has won the first one. Rachel crushes my scissors with her rock hard. Oh, so we're, rock. we're not going two out of three. Rock we're just fist. <laughs> we're just doing one, no two out of three. Yeah, we've always just done one. I'm All sorry, right, I, could, elbowed no, I couldn't her remember. <laughs> so Rachel, <laughs> is it Rachel's it turn first? Little... She went with uh-huh. the rock. Here's your first question. What's the three, right? Yeah, whoever gets three first wins. Okay. What food company was founded in Charlotte in 1977 by Jack Folk and Richard Thomas? What food company was founded in Charlotte in 1977 by Jack Folk and Richard Thomas? That is a food company. Uh... Or, you know, a restaurant. That's what a food company means. Oh, a restaurant. Yeah. That was how they worded it, but it is a restaurant, to clarify. I don't know. Charlotte Restaurants. Um, restaurants. Oh. Um, Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I don't know. Can I steal? Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I'm no, not you can't. Steal. You can't steal, but you can answer uh, it. I will guess show Mars. Nope, Bojangles. Ah, fuck. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I, I didn't, didn't even. I think couldn't about say fast, fast food. food because if I said fast food, then that might have given. It I didn't away. think about it. Sorry, I, I know. I, I made these <laughs> questions a little tough. It's anybody's game tonight, and it's Eric's turn right now. I've got. Oh. Uh, that was, that was old Jack and Brings, right. Brimsby Applebean. Jack and Brimsby Applebean. Oh, right. you mistook Applebee's what? for Applebean. I Eric, see. it's your turn now. What upscale department store chain was founded in 1888 in Monroe, North Carolina? Ooh, that's a softball for me uh, because that is Belt. You are correct. Well, you got one. I just go in in the order. I was going to switch it up because I knew you were going to get that it, makes but sense, though, like, I've got to be fair to the order of the questions. No favorites here. Belk is... Uh, but I knew you were going to get that because you kind of well, live out in the area, and I would have got... It's the only like and actually, um, department the store sign, from the area. I, I visit downtown Monroe, you know, every week or They every still have the original so. Belk, right? Well, they have one of the original signs still painted on the building. Which is something that is cool about uh, downtown Monroe, I think. Uh, uh, and and if you listeners in Charlotte want to check it out, I think Monroe is kind of an up and coming place. But, oh, it definitely uh, is. It's uh... they have like the original Holloway's Music, which was established in like the '40s. It's like a, a instrument store, and then they have the original Belk Department Store sign still painted on one of the uh, original buildings. Is that old theater still there? They're actually revamping the old uh, two screen theater. Uh, currently, and I think I, I don't know when they'll be open, but they have a two-screen theater in downtown Monroe. It is old school. I mean, like that's 50s. awesome. And uh, hopefully a brewery. And hopefully a brewery. Yeah, Our we friends, can't uh, talk specifics on that, but 
We got a friend that... Our friend at Beer and Wine Hobbies of Monroe is uh, thinking about opening one, a brew pub in downtown Monroe. Anyway, enough about it. our friend group. It's a close place <laughs> and, you know, some people talk crap about Monroe, but, you know, once you get into the actual city, you know, 74... That's really cool. If you just experience Monroe as just going on 74 on your way to the beach, then you really didn't... You haven't experienced right, Monroe. yeah. In that case, it's just like a bunch of strip malls. And they also and got some food. good food there. Um, what's that hamburger joint that's like famous? Dukes. The, Dukes, yeah. But anyways, mm-hmm. that's besides the point. But um, that's still Charlotte Metro area, I consider. Um, now it's your turn, Rachel. Okay. This. What large marketing company was founded in Charlotte, North Carolina in 2000? What large marketing company was founded in Charlotte, North Carolina in 2000? And I will say to this day, it is still a very, very large company. A lot of people work there. A lot of people. Red Ventures. Holy shit. You pulled that one out, man. That's it. Nice. Because I know a lot of people who work there. I I was given a little hint there. It was saying a lot of people work there. But that is correct. I mean, that could have been it. A A lot of people work a lot of places. A little tidbit (laughs) on that... um, the guy who founded it, I forgot what his name is, but he was on the uh, you know, the Hudson flight where they crashed into the Hudson. He was on that flight. With Stanley Stanlenberger, the pilot? Is that his name? Oh, it's Sully Sullenberger. Sully Sullenberger, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, he was he was on that plane and apparently that's like what like he had like a vision and like went out and made Red Ventures. Sully Sullenberger. Can I just make one small point about Sully Sullenberger? I saw him on like a I don't know if it was an NBC, The More You Know, or some kind of PSA announcement. The man was talking about mental health. I believe his father killed himself. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, it Wait, really Sully is Sully Sullenberger? Sully Sullenberger's father, I believe, killed himself. Don't don't be... <laughs> I don't mean to, like, take a downturn, but is that... it just, like, you have a certain respect, which is high, for... A level of respect for a man who like lands a plane on the Hudson and saves hundreds of lives, but then you hear about like how he's advocating for mental health services in the United States because his father killed himself, and yet he was able to Do have this amazing awesome. life and like become a pilot and yeah. save lives. Like no, that, that's what awesome. an accomplishment! Like I have and that's awesome that he's supporting that uh, mental health because yeah. that's a very. Uh, Underfunded, under uh, educated program, and a what lot of a name that don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Stanley Stanley Burger. <laughs> That's not his name. <laughs> okay, guys. Question number four. In nineteen, oh, this is you, Eric. Okay. In 1936, what grocery store opened its doors to the Charlotte public? Hmm. Thinking about local Charlotte grocery stores. Um, Harris Teeter and Food Lion come to mind. Um, Bilo, maybe. Oof. In 1936. 36. It's a long time ago. Mm, I'm going to go with the teat. The hair, hairless teeter. You would be correct. Cool. Your turn, Rachel. So is it, wait. I'm ready. Is it one to two now? Is it two two? With Eric, or is it two two? I've had one, right, I think. Yeah, you got the Red Venture. Yeah, yeah. So it's 2-1. Okay. okay. All right, Rachel. 
Cape yes, Cod Potato Chips is a subsidiary of what local Charlotte company? And those are potato chips, if you've if you never had them before. Cape Cod. What, Cape where Cod. Where is that? Is that Maine? That's uh, Massachusetts. Oh, right. Right. So Cape it, Cod. They're a subsidiary of what local Charlotte company? Lay's? Is that your final answer? Well, now I know it's not right. <laughs> I'll give you a second. You you gotta do the countdown. Five five seconds on the countdown there, Eric, for her. Lance, I, Ooh, Lance, I, Lance. I like where you're going. I'll give it to you because it is Lance. Lance. But I, well, yeah, I'll give it to you. I don't know. I just technically I it's Lance Snyder of Hanover. They're like co-companies or something now. I don't know. They like merged. But yeah, it is Lance. I'll give it. to I you. I did not know Snyder Too of soon. Hanover was a Charlotte company. It is now. I love that honey mustard sourdough. Ooh, the pretzel. Pretzel chippies. And we are not sponsored by them. I just am expressing my love for them. There's nothing wrong with that. You can love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so it's 2 2. (laughs) Yeah, we're not sponsored by shit. Come on, people. What NASCAR team was founded in 1984 and still exists today? Uh, is that all I get? That's all you get. Hendrick Motorsports. Damn it. <laughs> you win. That's one of the only ones I know. <laughs> all right, well, you guys still want to answer the rest of you. Why did you say damn it? <laughs> oh, I wanted, fuck, I didn't want Eric to win. No, I just wanted to get through all the questions. I had ten questions. I was hoping I could get through more of them, but no. Oh, okay. Congratulations. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> so, it's too... Two? It's 2-2 two, two, all time. Oh, next week. It's whoever wins next week Ooh, I wins wanna the first championship. Just so I no, no, you just win things. the first championship round. Uh, first first two, three championship. Yeah. And then okay. you get, we'll crown you something. Well, John went to a lot of work for these questions, so can we hear the rest yeah, of them? Yeah, and we'll yeah. just like shout out. Okay, so for what variety time. store founded in 1959 is headquartered in Matthews still to this day? What? What kind of store? What... Variety store founded in 1959 is headquartered in Matthews still to this day. Variety store, 1959. Oh, balls. Uh, Matthews, Matthews. Uh, Triple A cards. I'll say uh, Rock and Roll Music Emporium. The hint here is headquartered. Headquartered. Think about what kind of companies use those terms. I mean, Plato's Closet. Like something that's no. It could be Greens or uh, Goodwill, but I think that's in Greensboro. Well, Salvation I'll just give, I'll give you the Army. answer. Family Dollar. Family Dollar. They have their like large distribution center there, right off of Monroe. Huh. But they were started in Matthews, I think, and they still are headquartered. You know there. what? That's right. I see. I've seen the. At one point, they the were going to buy dollar, dollar General. I think it was, which they're I an, think also a national company. Or no, Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree is also a local. Which um, Dollar Char- Tree is Charlotte. awesome because everything's exactly yeah. Dollar Tree exactly is one dollar. And if you're into like arts and crafts, go to the dollar store and just like buy a, a bunch of random crap. And you, I, I know a bunch of like artists. Friends and chicks that do that. My sister, for instance, she always mm-hmm. makes some crazy stuff. Not, yeah, not always, to shit on Family but Dollar, but like when I think of dollar stores, 
They are third in my mind. What is it? Dollar Tree and Dollar General. Family Dollar is not a, technically a dollar store, right? I'm pretty sure the well, one, the only one that is actually a dollar is for Dollar Tree, is right? Dollar Tree, yeah. Mm-hmm. Family Dollar, they're, they're just a variety store. They just kind of Family have, Dollar, meaning like you know the family of a dollar, like maybe a dollar fifty, maybe they're like, like three dollars. They're kind of like a drugstore. That's Big Uncle. How many Fair. dollars your family got? Tree. They're like a. Yeah. <laughs> it was the best as a kid though. Like you know, you get how like, many dollars your family tree got? I would get like five dollars, like when I was a kid, for like an allowance. You know, like five bucks, and I'd save it for the dollar store. Well, of course, buy like five items. That's like, where yes. you get your value. That's where you get your candy. You don't value. really get your value there. Though. <laughs> Like it's like fifty cent items they bought from like China or something. You need to get a BJ's membership. BJ's is awesome, man. Don't BJ's. don't even knock BJ's because I will tell you that that is way better than any other. If you want the best deli meat you've ever had, like like he said, not affiliate. I'm not affiliated with BJ's, but I'm not affiliated with BJ's. <laughs> I just give them on the side. <laughs> Conversations get weird when you mention BJ's Warehouse Club, but uh. You know, when they were there on uh, Independence, I used to go get deli meat for, for our family all the time. There now, awesome. John, some of our viewers may, listeners, sorry, may be conflicted because you've also advertised this Mexican place that has amazing deli meats and sells barbacoa oh, yeah. by the pound. I still don't even, like, know their, I think, Lost Lupita, the... no, I don't even know, I don't even want to say the wrong name. I'll find it for you guys, and I'll share the goodness to you. Anyway, John is a connoisseur of deli meats and I love and meats and all kinds. Here, back to some restaurants. Here's the next question for you. <laughs> in 1982, what restaurant was founded by first-generation immigrant, which now has over 18 locations in Charlotte? That's got to be Substation sh- 2. No. No, that's got to be Showmars. That's definitely Showmars. <laughs> George Cashel, which his first restaurant was uh, called Mr. C's, which that's what everybody calls him that works in Showmars, I guess. But they're, they still, his original restaurant still operates, but it's a little different. But it's kind of like, I guess, what his original food was more like. But it's, it's called Oakhurst Grill, and it's right there off Monroe and um, Wendover. Now, Bojangles has so really good. expanded, but Shomar's has really stuck around the Charlotte area. They're, they're expanding. I think they're doing well. Yeah, they, they've got, model, they've got like 18 they, locations in Charlotte, and they've got like, six or seven locations around <laughs> the area. But I wouldn't doubt they become, end up becoming like a franchise across the nation. I mean, the their nation. breakfast special is amazing. Like $4 I like their, I like their baby shrimp. Breakfast. Their baby shrimp are yeah. good. And I then, mean, they're, oh, they're Slovaki. Oh, Slovaki. Yeah. That's, I love their Slovaki. Maybe bro. bring your own ketchup. And then I have <laughs> <good> ketchup. <laughs> Rachel bring in the drink. I, I don't know. Sour sport. Well, some people accuse them of leaving their ketchup out all day and it tastes a little off. Fermented. Ain't nothing wrong with fermented ketchup. Yeah. You just just get a little buzz on with your lunch. Just go ask them for packets. They got the packets. (laughs) You know how long some of those packets probably been sitting there? I don't want to talk shit about Shomars. I love Shomars. Yeah, no, I love Shomars, just ketchup. They might just be like cert- certain Shomars. <laughs> just but... the ketchup. <laughs> just ask, they, they always have the little, when you get up, they have the little to-go windows, they, they have little ketchup packets. Oh, yeah, they, they got packets. So, if, if you don't like their fermented ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> some people do, some people don't. Ask for some uh, ketchup packets. Or, you know, just get some extra, uh, what's the, um, 
the red sauce that you put dip the fish in. Cocktail sauce. Cocktail sauce. Just get some cocktail sauce. Mountain Dew dip your fries. Red Code. <laughs> code Red. Or you can dip your fries in Code Red, I haven't too. seen it in so long. Okay, next. I got two more questions for you, and we'll end this part of the show. Um, what American digital cable and satellite sports television channel is headquartered in Charlotte? Raycom. Well, specifically what... It's a channel... That's, I'm at, looking for the channel name. Oh, Fox Sports South? Nope. You Wait. Gonna... I don't... I'll even give you... I'll get, since, you know, you've already won. I'll give you the hint. It's an ESPN channel, but it's not ESPN. It's one of their other channels that's headquartered here. Wow. <laughs> ESPN 8, the Ocho? <laughs> you are correct. No. It's actually ESPNU, but... Yeah, I don't... Oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't ever... <laughs> um, and last thing. Commercial nation... Com- Commercial National Bank founded in 1874 and American Trust Company founded in 1909 are the precursors to what bank still in existence today in Charlotte? Fifth third. See, that was going to be like the one I was hoping I'm going to be able to stump both of you guys on. SunTrust. Bank of America. You are correct. It is Bank of America or Nations Bank. And that was their... NCNB, do you remember that? Even before Nations Bank. Well, yeah, it was North Carolina National Bank. NCNB. That, that was the um, that was where it all started from. That's right. Which was Commercial National Bank and American Trust Company. So that's probably where they ended up merging those names and creating NCNB. I guess is what it was. NCNB and then Nations Bank and then they acquired Bank of America, but they kept their name Bank of America. We're rehashing material from the other week where the actual answer was Wachovia, and I thought I was so confident. Exactly. I thought that's why I was hoping you were going to get it, and I was going to stump you again. <laughs> so I was hoping you were going to be like Wachovia, or like, you know, or I guess, it, or I guess you could have said technically. Uh, first Charter. I guess it, if charter. Uh, Wells Fargo ended up buying uh, Wachovia. First U- or Wachovia, then I could have said if that was there. Yeah, but it's not. <laughs> And I didn't stop you, you won. So congratulations once again. And we'll see you guys in the finals of the first Woo! championship showdown. Two and two. Yes. Mm, so I'm going to get my monocle and hop on my miniature pony. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about something. Um, there's a Charlotte Agenda article, which is kind of like this local... Uh, website um i actually got an article posted in there the other day that i contributed to which congrats john it was nice feeling <laughs> but uh no but i saw this they had an article on there and it's you know they take contributors and people that write for them and this you know this one uh lady she wrote is it she wrote this article that kind of like it i mean it, this thing had like thousands of hits on it you know it blew up kind of like around charlotte um basically was saying is it racist to talk about like leaving Charlotte because of the CIAA, which is like this big basketball tournament that, you know, it's been around, I think it's been here for like four or five years now. And I think it was there before and they kind of left and they came back or whatever. But, um, you know, it's, it's a, it brings in, um, a lot of money into Charlotte, this big basketball tournament, but there's a lot of like violence that comes about with it, but that just comes with any big event in general, like any kind of big event that happens, 
And so there is this kind of stigma from like some older, someone say racist when they say they're like, no, I'm not being racist. We kind of know they are generally being racist when they're saying, I'm not going downtown Charlotte. I kind of agree with her. What do, what do you guys feel about, you know, the CIA coming to Charlotte and some of the violence that may be associated with it? Well, you know, or not just violence or just crime in general, you know, that happens. Any anytime there's a large group of people attending an area that are all going to be really drunk, there's going to be limited parking, there's going to be like crowds in the street i get a little claustrophobic i don't want to be around that many people i for one am staying away from charlotte during caa because there's going to be a bunch of people and in this article she actually brought that up um she was saying you know it's she was basically calling out people who specifically are going there basically because they because they fear the crime and they have and they think that there's going to be a, a more crime specifically because they're you know, are kind of racist when they're kind of saying because of black people. That's what they say. You know, right, right, right. Haven't people been like stabbed at Speed Street? Well, that's what I was going to bring up. I actually, which is a celebration of whiteness. I did a little <laughs> bit of research <laughs> because no, it's 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 a it's NASCAR. It's uh, okay. I don't want to no, but NASCAR I, I did a little bit of research about this because I was interested to see the kind of statistics on arrest people. rates between these two events. You know, and, and one, honestly, that is predominantly white, Speed Street, and one that's predominantly black, CIA. Um, and you know what was really interesting that in the past four years, there's been 83 arrests at Speed Street and 69 at the uh, CIA. Which, you know, so that's, they're not too far apart. And it just really goes to show that you should really be looking, when you get a bunch of people exactly who drink, and the thing about it is there's... Riled up. At one point, Speed Street, the year so before, and one year, um, they had ninety pe- over ninety people arrested from like a hundred over a hundred plus people like brawling in the street, right. and they arrested ninety people at Speed Street. At Speed Street, yeah, and I think that was before the CIA was um, actually in Charlotte. But what I'm saying is, anytime you get big events, and I think, you know, it's fine to not want to go down in town, but I think the biggest thing she was saying is like, yes. You are kind of being racist when you say you're not going down there because your fear of crime is going to rise right, and right. like Charlotte's going to be suddenly yeah. turned into like a depraved city. I don't know about no, you guys, it's... but uh, on my Facebook feed, feed <laughs> whenever Speed Street is happening, people are like, oh, I'm planning to go down at least one day. I know it's going to be kind of crazy, but yeah. I'll go down at least one day. But no one's saying that about CIA. And maybe that's because like, I'm a white person and I don't have as many black friends just because... Well, mainly because this thing is like four people (laughs) out of town to come into town. Like that's a specific Ah. reason because it's like it's a big tournament that they have here. So there's a bunch of different schools coming here. So it's a big, it's a big crowded area. But, you know, I was just bringing it up because it's kind of like uh, it's coming up here soon. And just some people were, it was kind of a big topic that was hopping around on the social network yesterday on facebook feeds and stuff i was seeing you know it any it, honestly it's just a big event it's gonna have crime just like any big event yeah no, it shouldn't no, be about race though i don't know if you have these stats but you raised uh 90 arrests during speed street and 
approximately 60 well, the, during the, CIA. That what, it was 83 and 69, uh, 83 being Speed Street in the past four years. Wow. Do you know the uh, raw number of attendees to each one? I, I have no idea. I honestly okay. don't have that. But you know, I would suspect there are more raw attendees to uh, Speed Street, which would indicate a higher percentage of arrests for CIAA. However, that overlooks police prejudice, police uh, wanting to arrest African Americans more than white people, and also a lot of these overlooks. uh, You know, maybe edit this part out. I don't know, but see, um, <laughs> I think a lot of this crime that happen, that does happen at CIA isn't happening on like where they're having the official events, pretty much. Basically, you're going to have these kind of sprawls that like go out into other bars, and they're the ones that may start causing problems when you're not under tight-knit security at where these events are going to happen. And, you know, it, it is a different environment. And it kind of goes back to, like, what we were dealing with earlier this year with, like, Cam Newton and, like, people calling him a thug and stuff, like, just because because he was black and liked hip-hop and stuff like that. You know, it's kind of something we deal with in the South. These comments, what people are going to talk about, it's going to happen all the time. And honestly, we probably shouldn't be talking about and giving them credence at all because, you mm. know, most of the people, people who say this kind of shit are just backwards rednecks that, you know, they don't really understand what they're saying to begin with anyway. And we shouldn't take them seriously. But Yeah, I think I think her article was spot on. I mean, if if that's the reason you're staying away from Charlotte is because there's a bunch of scary black people being together at the same time, obviously you're a racist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no question. So But I, I mean, for me, I'm just gonna stay away from Charlotte because I don't like big crowds. Yeah, and uh, so I don't feel offended by her article. And I'm just not I don't like basketball, period. It's just I like football i don't know that's just me i you know i would like to go to the hornets game sometime but yeah i don't know i don't i don't know any college teams or anything i'm not a big sports guy i'm a geek i just <laughs> like the panthers because i have since i was a kid go cam there you go. We'll, we'll be in the super bowl next year Hell okay yeah. <laughs> so um i just wanted to to brighten up the mood a little bit after that discussion um i showed the i showed you guys the video earlier of danica or yeah, it's Danica Patrick, the NASCAR driver, and I think she was uh, a Lyft driver. She was a Lyft driver, pretending to be not herself, and she was oh, driving around. Pretending ra- to be a Lyft driver. Yeah, exactly, and she was driving <laughs> around random people around Charlotte. What do you guys think of that video? It was, uh, I think. <laughs> No, it was funny because, you know, my reaction at the end was like, she was telling everyone, everybody that she was Danica Patrick and they're like, oh, oh yeah, it is you. Like, but if it was any like brown haired, long, (laughs) long brown haired, white They weren't even sure it was her. It was just like, (laughs) her face is just kind of bland, you know, just kind of average. Oh, it's it's beautiful, but it's like, Beautiful because it represents the human average on every scale. Average eyes, average nose, average But like I was saying to you. I'd say above average in my opinion. Well, yeah. Okay, wait. So, and then I was saying, okay, if... She's pretty hot. If, if Keith Urban was my Lyft driver and he was like, "Hey, I'm Keith Urban," I would I would be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'd, 
Well, see, I'm yeah. not a NASCAR fan, okay. so if they weren't NASCAR fans, I could understand I that. Like, I don't know what he looks like. It was kind of a little dry. I heard some people say that like those people like already knew it was her the whole time, and they were like paid. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, it seemed a little staged to me, and I don't know. It was, like, it was cool, yeah, though, to see... a Lyft driver. Uh, it was cool to see like Lyft. a video by the, a, the big company Lyft. You know, like, you know, they're a national company that they well, chose Charlotte. Charlotte. I guess that's pretty cool. But, I mean, we're a big NASCAR city, so she was probably yeah. already here. And plus, it was probably easy to do the filming here. As so, what you're saying is you thought it sucked. I thought it sucked. It was lame. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I could tell a lot of those people were really scared when she was talking about, like, oh, yeah, I like to speed a lot and I don't like to obey traffic laws. And they were just, like, sitting in the front passenger seat, like, Oh my god, I'm never going to use this service again. And then uh, they got out of the car and Lyft probably gave them a check. And said, or they can, probably had can we s- use your likeness on our commercial? And they're like, yeah, sure, 50 bucks, sounds great. Or they knew the whole time they signed like a liability waiver. Yeah, <laughs> liability waiver. Because, because honestly, Patrick is actually a dangerous driver. You probably would have to like <laughs> sign a liability waiver for something like that. Anything about it is, like, you got to imagine there's going to be cops like, like watching this whole, you can't film like something like that big without like having cops like present. So it was probably all staged, but that's how Hollywood likes to make it. Yeah, I thought it sucked. I didn't. No, nah, I'm just kidding. It was alright. I didn't I think mean, it was that bad. It was whatever. a fun little video. I I don't know. It's cool to You're see. You're just a downer tonight. It's cool to see celebrities interact with. I'm sorry. No, I'm just I don't kidding. mean to be. No, it's all right. You, you, it, you gave an honest opinion, though. But it's cool to see celebrities interact with... I can't force you with, to like something. It's cool to see celebrities interact with average people, and that's what you did, even what? if they were aware of what was going on. And who knows? Maybe they were, maybe they weren't, but I don't know. I thought it was entertaining, at least. Jimmy Fallon could have done something better, though. He could have done something better. What was that? It was um, maybe a commercial with... A race car driver. Oh, it was Jeff Gordon, the Pepsi. Oh commercial. yeah, that was a better commercial. That was pretty funny. Yeah, because he like he had a mustache. He was like, "All right, we're going on a test drive." It's Pepsi, North and, Carolina product. Yeah. <laughs> Made in North Carolina. And not just being like, "Oh yeah, um, I'm a really bad driver. I'm gonna make this really weird turn." Ha ha ha. No, he was like. Bleh! Yeah, he was. And whether up, like, it was staged or not, it was funny. This guy's like, "What the." I like, think it please, was like a please. Super Bowl oh my God, commercial. Stop. Please, dear Lord, maybe. Was... But yeah, you know, it was, maybe just it was because a fun I like to hear video. people curse. It's maybe fun to hear bleep. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> one day we'll get something awesome, you know, an awesome commercial in Charlotte that does something like that, or we'll get something really lame like Prank Bros and like <laughs> pranking in Charlotte. Show. We might Ha-ha. actually kill somebody. Walking, you got you got pranked, stab. You hear about the you hear about all this stuff that's happening on like YouTube, like all these like the users, brothers. Yeah, and they're like attacking the prank. This guy's called the, the prank brothers or something. Uh, I don't know, what, but like these these this one guy like basically like his pranks are like going up to a girl and like I'm gonna make out with you. Ha ha, that's a prank. <laughs> And like sometimes they'll do it and like all like most of the times I guess he edits the ones that like actually kiss him. I, I can't imagine he would like actually show like the girls that rejected him. Now they should do a social experiment with that where there's a, an attractive guy and someone who's not so attractive doing the same thing. Hey, you, you want to make out? 
and just see. See, that actually probably would be funny if we had like, a bigger <laughs> guy, like me, getting rejected. Watch me get rejected John, 20 you're times. John, a very good-looking man. Yeah, you shut your dirty whore mouth. Well, thank you. Thank you for that. So, uh, and also, we got we got to move into some big Charlotte news, and this is actually like reaching national news right now. Um, you know, basically, there's been this big kind of debate going on in Charlotte these past few weeks um, between the LGBT community and um, some people that don't want. I how to describe it? Basically. They want to be able to use the bathroom, you know, whatever uh, gender they prefer to be, you know. Well, earlier we described it as a battle between the LGBTQ community, don't forget the queers, yeah. and the right-wing evangelical nutjobs? Is that what the... No, we just said right, right-wing right Well, not all Christians. of them are nutjobs, okay, okay, okay. but yeah, I'd say a majority of them. The people who are, like, voicing their opinion... Because basically, they're the ones that are coming out with this. There's a big argument that... It's been everywhere on Facebook. I've been seeing it, and it's really kind of disgusting to me. It's basically they're saying that, okay, you're going to allow um, a man that's, or yeah, a man that's changed into a woman to walk into where my wife's in the bathroom. He could, be a, he could be a pervert, and he's going to, but like that argument is the most ridiculous argument I've ever heard because right. if there's a, is there, if there, it's a still, they never made it. Legal to be a pervert and legal to like, you know, <laughs> harass women in the bathroom. Contrary to popular belief, it's still not legal to be a public pervert. And don't <laughs> and don't girls' bathrooms have like stalls like everywhere? Like they yeah. don't have like open bathrooms like guys. As if you haven't been in one, John, you nasty. <clears throat> I've never been. Well, I've been in a couple, but I assume I didn't know. I mean, assume it's across oh. the form, unless it's like a single bathroom, like with one toilet. Oh, you're going to have stalls. I was interning for a giant tech company in the Triangle, who shall rename, remain nameless. Yeah, you might want to not name it for the person who's already stalking your information at the beginning <laughs> of this episode. And I didn't look at the sign on the door and ended up in the women's restroom. And I, did, I had to shit anyway. And I say shit because I'm an adult. I had to shit anyway. So I just went into one of the stalls and then... Suddenly I realized, hey, I didn't see any urinals, as the British say, upon entrance into this restroom. And all of a sudden I see like high heels under the stall walking by me and I'm like, oh, Have men started wearing high heels? I need to get some high heels. Have I fallen behind the times? You know what's interesting? um, All the bathrooms in Europe that I experienced, they call them... So I could have been prosecuted, right? You could have been, Possibly. But you know, now that the new law's been changed, you know, you could have just say, you know, I sexually identify when I poop as a female. <laughs> <laughs> when I poop, right. I'm a female. Otherwise. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying, if you're female going to male, FTM. and you, right, and I thought it was like you walk into a men's room. Oh no, I'm thinking of something. I'm thinking of you're ATM. not. You're not just trying to like to flash yeah. everything around and like offend and. <laughs> be derogatory yeah you're just trying to pee well that's how that's the whole point it's like and you have every right to with the penis people you paid are... so much for yeah bathrooms are not inherently a sexual environment exactly it's nasty and people who have sex in bathrooms are nasty and if you're in the thing yeah, about it is, i bet straight, you some of male, these straight 
male female couples who have sex in bathrooms are nasty. And I bet you some of those gay men who have sex in bathrooms are nasty. Yes. All people who have, sex, who in have sex in bathrooms are nasty. And also, like things spontaneous. This may sound nasty, but <laughs> masturbating is not a good idea in bathrooms either. That's how you get diseases. Well, you know, if you really need to when get you touch off. Every, everything's contaminated. <laughs> Unless you get in there right when, like, it's, like, you know, like, you've been to work, like, right when the, like, cleaning ladies, like, cleaned out the bathroom. It's, like, got the blue water in it Ooh, still. Yeah. Hola, chica. Como esta? There's, there's, there's nothing. Please edit that out. Jesus Christ. I am Christ. not. But there's, there's nothing like, you know, dirtying the blue water for the first time. No, that's, that's the best awesome. feeling, too, because you know it's all clean and, and shiny. who are we to deny that right from any transgendered person or... You know, I, I think the big deal is like these people are just saying perverts. They're, like, they're gonna like because in the, in their head, homosexuals already them being homosexual is a perversion in their head. So already just they they see them as lesser beings, and that's wrong, and that's completely wrong, and that should never be allowed as an argument. And that's why it won seven to four, like, and that's why it's it's you know they're fighting against oppression, and I and I will stand there next to them because I think you know everybody deserves a right to. You know, just freaking use the bathroom. They're not fight like it's not like they're like fighting. We're gonna have sex in the bathroom. That's not what they're fighting for. They're fighting to use the bathroom as the gender they identify in. Yeah. And I don't have a problem with that. And I don't think the majority oh. of people have a problem with that. I've seen. In fact, you know, if there's a uh, you know a female to male that comes in the bathroom, just whatever you do, just don't pee next to me. That's just standard for anybody, like in the urinals, because I think <laughs> that's the worst person is that the person that comes up to you and there's like 10 Stand urinals. Next to you. I've seen <laughs> lots like, of transgender. And like you could have picked like, there's 10 urinals, dude. And you just stand like right next to me and just like, it's like, you kind of just like, kind of look. You need to like come to yourself to calm yourself down. And then you buy stage and then you buy accident glance like down at their like penis and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, man. Oh, your surgeon did a great job. But then like they catch you like by accident, like you're just like can't what do what do you do with that situation? And you buy accident look and then they look I up, don't look and then you lock what's wrong with you. I just I was looking down and I looked over. <laughs> oh come and then, on. And then, don't look every once in a while. And then the guy like locked eyes with me <laughs> and was staring at me for like Oh look on, you don't, don't come don't, every don't once know. in a while. That was even weirder. At one moment, we're both peeing and we're both looking at each other in the eyes, and I, I couldn't like turn away. And then you cross streams. No, we didn't cross streams. It was just really awkward washing our hands afterwards. And then <laughs> we went back into the movie. I mean, theater. when I'm Rachel in a when I'm in a bathroom, the that's the I'm closest home. I've had sex to a bathroom by actually staring at a man's penis and gazing into his eyes for thirty well, that seconds. Is, that is very intimate. And then awkwardly washing her hands afterwards to like. Did you wa- Did you rub together sins. with the soap and the hot water? No, we were like opposite. <clears throat> There's like anyway. two sides of it. But yes, but you know, like just common sense, man. Just let these people. And it, you know, like if there's people causing problems, call the cop. If some guy comes into the bathroom, who's probably if here's the thing: if someone goes to the bathroom is trying to show their junk as as a female or what in whatever state they're in and whatever they identify as and they're like wagging or showing nothing i don't you know showing their vajay whatever <laughs> like that's that's just wrong period you know hey, they i've should been in the bathroom the with uh transgender transsexual i don't know all kinds of people yeah. and i'm not like oh my god you might have a penis i'm like hey your tights are ripped or, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I know you've been to, like, uh, some bar, like gay bars and stuff in your life. Like, 
partied out there yeah. before. So, yeah, I mean, like, I think people are just, uh, you got these people that are sheltered their whole lives and just, you know, I don't know, they can't embrace the new reality that's having around us. The revolution, as they say. The revolution. I Can I make one small point? I, I think that um, there's the difference before and after this law is basically minuscule. You could have transgender people either way going into bathrooms using the bathroom without incident now you could have like an uptight crazy person reporting it to the cops and what what are the cops going to do show up 20 minutes later when the person is already gone what do they ultimately want do they want people monitoring the bathrooms that's never going to happen yeah right and um, if they did that's and, like and the thing that happens creepy. after this law is uh guess what the same fucking thing nothing is going to change people, people are going to drink do a beer before. and got to go piss and if they yeah, identify the as a female rest- or male they're going to go look I, in a bar a i will or, use the women's restroom hey, absolutely maybe you ate some chili for not, lunch and, and you got to go as a woman. blow some loads i've gone in the men's bathroom, bathroom before yeah, I mean, because you just have have you seen just lines for women's bathrooms lines for women's bathrooms yeah for women's bathrooms i'd be in hole before i'd wait that long yeah like i'll tell you this like I feel bad for people. My like, point is, like, nothing's going to change. Trying with to get the into the girls' bathroom. There's always. I'm always so thankful. I'm not like <laughs> a girl when I go to like events because the like usually for a guy just like you, you maybe wait like five minutes and they got like these piss troughs that like you just like <laughs> piss troughs just, like ten men no. like pissing into like this giant like. I don't know about you, but I really have to be drunk before I'm comfortable pissing in a piss trough right oh, next so to two nasty. guys. That's the nastiest like form of a like, toilet. I have to be no. full of urine and drunk. The nastiest to be toilet is a Turkish toilet. Two guys. That's when you just wrap a towel around yourself and kneel. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I had to use a. Have you ever used a Turkish <laughs> toilet? By the way, that's like the worst toilet ever. You got. It's like a shower stall, like the bottom of a shower, and you got these two little pads that you put your feet. And you can just you literally squat. squat. Yeah. I got lost. That's healthy for your colon. I'm don't, sure it is. Get a poop that. stool. Yeah, I get saw I saw the poop stool. I have a poop stool. You like put your legs up higher. It's supposed to help yeah. your butt flow. It's great. It helps your butt flow. Yeah, but uh, I'll tell you this. I got locked in an Italian water closet, aka a bathroom. And like some Italian guy was yelling at me at the other side. And I was trying to get out of it. And they don't have. That's the one thing I like about. Europe is they don't have like you know in America all the urine like the stalls have the space on top in between, so and you know why yeah. they I'm pretty sure they have that for safety reasons in case you like get stuck and gotta like crawl out from underneath it, which I got I can't lie I actually have had to crawl on nasty bathroom floor because some lock like broke. Oh, Jesus, there's no way to get out. Like I was like, because the other sign had like the weird little like latch thing that was stuck. Kick it open, pussy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just <laughs> with the water closet thing, I could, there was no slot. It was like a full door, and this little like looked like a shower. I was like, is this a shower? And I kept opening up the stalls, and there were all these Turkish toilets. I was like, oh my god, sweet Turkish so I, toilet. That just sounds gay. So I had to hold it, <laughs> and that's the thing. I didn't even poop. I had to poop, <laughs> and I was like, I ain't pooping in this thing. I don't even know how I'm to. Just poop. get a Turkish man to get up in there and snatch it out of you. There's no water. There's no water there. It's just like... <laughs> you don't need water when a man's going to reach hole, and then like up in there and like grab a, it out of your coat. It's got like a little pull chain that you pull and like then the water like Whatever, flows. Whatever, I would do it. 
I, I mean, luckily, like... Don't be a sitting stiff. Luckily, be I was at a missionary. Uh, when I was a yeah. Christian, I was um, on a mission trip, and they had oh. American toilets. Thank God. Well, anyway, topic. <laughs> that fart lets you know it's the end of uh, the bathroom talk. Oh, that's on, a stinky one. Um, uh, also, before, feels... before we go, uh, we're gonna do. I'm actually gonna have a little bit of some the original Queen City sessions that kind of started me podcasting and uh, got me into this whole thing. I just got a little bit of clip, and it's actually Rachel's in it. It was before I even no knew way. we even knew Eric, um, but our good friend Tim, who's in a band called Brother Bluebird, which they're coming in March to be on the show. We're gonna be interviewing them. Um, this is kind of an old school classic, and our friend David Briggs, who is formerly in the band Wretched, which is a big metal band, and he kind of helped form that, like when yeah. I, we were in high school and stuff. And uh, we're gonna do it. We're actually gonna be doing some more covers. So I think it's. Sometime in the middle of March, we're going to have a kind of a whole musical episode. And I'm going to try to invite um, some local musicians, maybe some that were actually on the show uh, recently, and just kind of get a bunch of people together to just sing some awesome covers and, you know, have a good time. And uh, this is just kind of just showing, like, our history. And, you know, we've, we were small and we're still small right now. But I'd like to thank you guys who are listening and who are listening right now in our just our tiny little amount of time that we've, you know, started this podcast, we've gotten 394 hits, aka downloads, but I guess they're not really downloads because it's SoundCloud. But anyways, that's beside the point. You know, the fact that 394 people listen to maybe an hour or two hours or how many episodes you listen to, thank you guys for listening. And if you guys can help us out, go onto iTunes if you got iTunes and subscribe to our podcast. Just type in Our Charlotte Podcast and it'll pop up. And uh, it really helps us out if you subscribe or like us on SoundCloud and share with your friends on Facebook. And hopefully we can keep bringing you some awesome content. And, you know, our biggest thing here is, you know, we're just normal people. And we're just talking about what's going on in Charlotte from our opinion and how we can kind of share our view that maybe you might share with us. And we hope you like us and check out um, our little Queen City Sessions extra segment, bonus segment, which is years old. So bear with it if it's, I'm trying to make it sound a little better. And <laughs> I'd like to thank Eric and Rachel for being on our fourth episode. Thank you. It's an mm, honor, as gracias. usual. Four episodes down. And I think we might be able to get one more before the month runs out. I think, maybe. Ooh. Depends on if we. Oh, all right. what next next week looks like. But I okay, think. Okay, then. I think we'll have five episodes for the first month. And thank you guys for listening. And check out our little bonus here at the end. And this has been our Charlotte. And I'm John Weaver. Have a good one. Bitches ain't shit. Bitches ain't shit. A bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Slick all these nuts and suck the dick. Get the fuck out after you're done And I hopped on my ride to make a quick run I used to know this bitch named Eric Wright We used to roll around and fuck the hoes at night Tighter than a motherfucking gangster beat Cause we was born on the motherfucking Compton streets Bitch, that shit got deep and it was on Number one song after number one song Cause my motherfucking pockets was fat I didn't know Give a fuck where the bitch was at But she was hanging with the white bitch Doing the shit she do Sucking on a stick just to get a buck or two 
end when she got meant nothing And now she's suing cause the shit she be doing ain't shit Bitches can't hang with the streets She found herself short Now she's taking me to court That's a real conversation for you Like a motherfucking lick in the pro shop The homies used to tell me that she wasn't no good But I'm the maniac in black Mrs. Snoopy's woods So I figure niggas wouldn't trick with mine Cause good got careful by one time I'm back in the motherfucking county jail Six months on my chest, now it's time to bail I get released on a hot sunny day My nigga D.O.C. and my homie Dr. Trey Ain't been out a minute, already gotta do some motherfucking chant Check it, I move up the block as I cruise down the block I see my girl's house straight past the Glock I kick in the door and I look on the floor It's my little cousin Daz and he's fucking my hoe So I uncover shit I'm heartbroken I'm heartbroken But I'm still loved Bitches ain't shit but holes and tricks So they gone these nuts and suck the dick Get the fuck out of till you die And then I hops in my ride to make a quick run I used to know a bitch named Eric Wright We used to roll around and fuck the hoes at night Tied a little motherfucking gangsta beats And we was born on the motherfucking common streets Then the shit got deep and it was on Number one song after number one song